and done it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Either we've had a sun eclipse or it's night. It's p.m. Normally, I'm on 1 to 3 because of UGA and their great win over Kentucky. I am on in the evening. I'm calling this Belinda After Dark. How does that sit with you, Craig? That's perfect, and it's and it's accurate. It's actually dark outside. So <laughs> Belinda After Dark. That's the voice of Craig Torres. Uh, he is my wine Jedi, and I've had him for years on the air with me. He's the owner of Hop City um, on Marietta Street and in the Crog Street Market on the Beltline and, uh, and in Birmingham. That's true, over at uh, right at Pepper Place, if you ever hang out in Birmingham. If you're over there uh, catching a flight um, in the old Southwest, Clark Howard used to make us drive to Birmingham to uh, take a Southwest <laughs> flight. So if you um, are in any of those areas, uh, uh, Marietta Street by uh, Five Seasons Brewery and um, over at the Crog Street Market, which is fabulous, and you can pop in and see Craig at Hop City. And I ca- you're not just a beer and wine store. You're a beer and wine boutique. We'd like to think so. We'd like to think we're more of a, a lifestyle destination. I mean, you know, we're not really, if you need a really cheap 30-pack, we're probably not your place. No. You have, and I like that you sell uh, beer singles, and you have thousands of beers from all around the world and things that you can't get from anywhere else in the world. We have about 1,900 choices over at Marietta Street. It's, it's, as we understand it, the largest selection east of the Mississippi. Now, I, I can't, I've never gone to every store in the American counted, but I'm just saying, that's, that's what people tell me. And it, it's fabulous. And so one of the things that you do with your wine selection is one of my favorite things that we do here on the air. It's you ask listeners and customers how they take their coffee and their tea, and whether they like it with a little vanilla sweetener or a little sweet and low or or they like it like it strong and black. However, they take it. That is an indication of how they like their wine. That's right, and it's a you know, mind you, it, it's there's some science there, there's some uh, subjectivity there. Uh, but that said, it's usually a really good way to figure out your palate. I've had you on the air for years, Craig, and you've hit the mark every single time. So tell me, just in few words how you got in to be the the wine jedi i mean how this came about the funny thing is i've been a I, so i probably shouldn't say this on the air but i i've been drinking beer since about 15 years old um <laughs> do not try this at home yeah please don't <laughs> it was a different time um so i'm 47 so i've been drinking beer quite a long time and and i i started journaling my beer when i was in my in the coast guard back in in my late journaling days. your beer yeah so you you go to another port and it'd be maybe it's england maybe you go to london and you you walk into your first bar and like, hey, I've never had that beer before. And and so you like it. So you'd start, I started keeping a log, essentially, of things I liked, why I liked them, what made them different. And that really, it, it took me. You were blogging before it was <laughs> yes, cool to blog. Before there was such a thing as a blog, <laughs> yes. Um, and But that led to, to really just kindling a passion within myself. And, and I became just really a beer fanatic from, from a young age. Well, um, you pass on the enthusiasm, oh, for thanks. sure. Uh, the wine, believe it or not, I have to work a lot harder on wine because it doesn't come as naturally to me. Well, it 
it doesn't show because it, it seems to. Well, so folks, all you have to do, call and and tell Craig how you take your coffee or tea, and he will pick out that very best bottle of wine for you please don't get stuck in a rut with always ordering or going into the store and buying that same bottle of chardonnay or that same bottle of marlot that you get stuck in a rut that we all do i am so over chardonnay i can't stand it well, and, and I'd like to tell you, Chardonnay is, is not as boring, boring a state as perhaps it was in the past. There's a lot of fun Chardonnays, and, and it's we're seeing a lot of un-oak Chardonnays that actually allow the grape to do a little talking instead of all that oaky butteriness that you're used to. Um, but really, I didn't come to talk about Chardonnay. It's, you know what's coming up, right? What? Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, Thanksgiving. I'm, yes, of, of course. Not, not tomorrow. I mean, not I mean. tomorrow. No, I'm not ready. Um, but if you want to call us, give us a call at 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. So while you're dialing the phone and, and getting all set up to be typed, so to speak, um, on that perfect bottle of wine for you, Craig's prepared the seven beers and the seven wines that you need to have stocked for the Thanksgiving holiday. That's right. So, what, hey, Belinda, what do you think of the wine you're take, tasting? I absolutely love it. Love, love, love it. Okay. So, so the, what's the price point? <laughs> cutting to the chase. I How see. much does it cost? What's it going to set me All back? Right. So this one, this is an eighteen ninety nine Riesling. No. Yeah. So under twenty bucks. Shut um, up. I swear. Um, and it's it's cool. In fact, part of what I wanted to talk about. So so the traditional pairings for Thanksgiving are, I, you know, I hate to say it's Rieslings, uh, Gewurztraminer. It's it's sweeter wines that really cut through some of the fat and and go really allow your turkey to taste better and really allows your turkey to do the talking. Um, and then on the red side, we tend to see a lot of Pinots or Beaujolais or things mm-hmm. along those lines. Those are all great answers. And we're going to talk about some of my favorites in those categories, including the, the Riesling you're drinking now. But you think people are going Riesling. I don't like Riesling. They're too sweet. Right. And so is and and you can be my, my witness to this. Is the Riesling we're drinking today sweet at all? No, not at all. Dry as a bone. Yes. And I mean, it would pair perfectly with any dry turkey that I put on my table. Exactly. So it, it's it's cool, and, and it's um, Riesling gets kind of a bad rap sometimes because some of them are really sticky sweet. Right. And that, that people like that sometimes too, and there's a, there's a time and a place for that. But I love with my turkey to pair a nice dry Riesling. Did you not get what I said, any dry turkey that I, I put on my I, table? I okay. did. I heard. I have not. Um, that's my. That's going to be my thing this coming week. I'm going to prepare my first turkey i'm gonna give it um my first trial run cool i think i've been called worse too by the way (laughs) okay 404-872-0750 that's 404-872-0750 so the the first course yeah so so well and we're gonna if i it's okay let's talk about riesling for a sec okay okay so um a lot of people get confused by rieslings because god bless the germans we love them but they put a lot of words on their bottles right so you may have seen words like uh, Mosul, which is a region. You may have seen words like um, cabinet, right? And you're like, what the heck is a cabinet? I thought that was something I put my wine in. Right. Um, so let's let's talk. Do we have a second to talk? Sure. To All right, cool. Brenda, so, hold on. We're coming to you, baby. <laughs> so uh, there are three basic levels of, of your Rieslings. Um, and the one we're drinking today is a cabinet style, and it's the driest style of your Riesling. Okay. So if you are looking to pair with a dry turkey, look for the word cabinet, K-A-B-I-N-E. E-T-T, 
that's the word you want to see on the bottle, and it, it means it, it, it's part of what they call the, the, the predicate scale. And that's a, it's Germans have a rule for everything. Yeah. And this is essentially the rule about how uh, when they pick their grapes and how quickly they process their grapes. So a cabinet style is going to be your driest style. If you want something just a hair sweeter than that, you want to go with a spotless. Okay, that's S-P-A-T-L-E-S-E, spotless. And that's going to be a hair sweeter, and it's going to be a little rounder and a little fruitier. Uh, and then if you prefer those sweeter Rieslings, the word Auslese is what you want to look for, A U S. L-E-S-E. You didn't know you were getting a language I, lesson. I didn't, but if, don't panic, folks, and, and and pull off and try to write this down because all this will be up on my website Monday. That's correct. Um, so, yes, those those are the three basic things you want to look for on your Riesling bottle. Uh, so, Cabinet, Spaslesse, and Auslesse. Okay, okay, so I'm going for the Cabinet. Cabinet, yes. Cabinet. And, and that's what we're drinking today, and it is from the Mosul region. That is probably the, the most famous and, and probably the most important wine region in Germany. Um, and it's a big, long valley that grows some amazing, as you can see, fantastic grapes. Right. Normally, we think of German um, producing beer, but obviously, they can produce a great wine. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's take a break here. Uh, not a break, but let's go to Brenda and help her find that perfect bottle of wine for her. Hey, Brenda. Brenda, you're on WSB. How are you today? Great. Thank you. Okay. So, how do you take your coffee or your tea? Okay. Well, there's part of the problem. Oh. Okay, so if I'm going to drink coffee because I'm craving a coffee flavor, it's going to be three parts coconut milk and one part coffee. <laughs> Interesting. All right, that that actually tells me an awful lot about your palate. I okay. guess I'm guessing though, coffee is not your normal go-to though. It is not. What what is your normal beverage of choice that is not a uh, you know beer or wine? Water. I don't <laughs> drink beer, and every now and then I do like an occasional glass of wine. I just don't know. It's a hit or miss because I never know what I'm supposed to be looking for. Okay. So I go off of everybody else's recommendation. Well, and, and you, the, what you're telling me tells me a little bit about your palate in that you, white wines are probably going to work a whole lot better for you than a red wine. So okay. when you do a, a wine, that's really where I want you to focus. And some of the sweeter Rieslings that we're talking about are really right up your alley. So, oh, good. Yeah. So there's a, a, a wine out of uh, Washington State called Kung Fu Girl. And, <laughs> and it's a really cool bottle. It's black and white. It, but it's, it's, and you can find it pretty regularly. It, you know, you may, you'll find it at, at lots of places around town, not just at Hop City. But it's a okay. really, really well-made, um, reminiscent of maybe a little bit of coconut. Um, and that oh. may be kind of fun. But here's the kicker. What I really want you to try outside of wine, what have you done in the sake world? Nothing. I, uh, I'm not a beer drinker. I mean, even sweet tea is probably four parts water and one part sweet tea. I, I get it, but you need to try. You need to try some sake. So sake okay. is a rice fermentation, and if there's one thing that sake is reminiscent of, it is coconut milk. So oh, I, now I, sake. I say sake. Sake. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not Japanese, <laughs> and we're, we're already switching to another country. It's awesome. But uh, but, ja- uh, but rice wine or, or sake is a really, it's a lovely, lovely fermented beverage. Uh, you always drink them cold. Never, like some restaurants will offer you oh. hot sake. It's, that's, you heat the sake to make it taste better. So that's usually the, the cruddy sake. So Okay, but all the varieties of sake out there, which one do you suggest? Ooh, all right, so... Um, <laughs> sake? <laughs> I did not come prepared with a sake recommendation. I, and I, I hate to say it, because I don't speak Japanese, the, the labels, frankly, tend to blend together. But I want you to go to a, to a nice Japanese restaurant. I want you to order um, a, a nice medium-grade sake, and I think you're really going to dig it. Okay. 
All right, I will do that. Now I have a question for you. My husband enjoys a sweet tea. He likes it straight. That Zaxby's loves their ice and loves that sweet tea just like they serve it. To me, that's too sweet. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend for him? So and his coffee, he likes um, his coffee with like a pumpkin spice um, creamer and no sugar. Okay, so I think the the good news is I think your palates are pretty well matched up in that okay. I think I think you want to focus on on rieslings, you want to focus on okay. moscatos, you want to focus on things that have a little bit of residual sugar in them. So those are all going to work really well for you. And you should stop by when you're in town. I see that you're in Elberton, Georgia. So when you're in Atlanta, stop by Hop City, either in Marietta or on Crog Street, and visit Craig and his gang, and they can set you up with maybe not sake, but uh, a beer or wine that can suit your palate. Thank you, Brenda. We're going to take more of your calls on the beer and wine to suit your palates, and we're talking about the seven beers and wines that you should have on hand for this Thanksgiving season. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Thank you, Scott. And Scott would be in heaven here because he is a wine connoisseur. So, um, Scott, I'll print out the list of all the wines that we're talking about tonight. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And we're calling it Belinda After Dark because normally my show is one to three. But because of uh, the dogs game today and their great win over Kentucky, we're... um, we're moved a little bit to the nighttime. We are talking about the seven beers and wines that you should not be without this Thanksgiving season. And we just had a great Riesling that we talked about. And we're also taking your calls at 404-872-0750. And you're telling us your coffee and your tea preferences so we can find, not we, my wine Jedi, Craig Torres from Hop City, so he can pick out that perfect wine for you. So um, we're going to get to Nancy really quick because Nancy is an emergency case. Well, we need to take care of that. <laughs> like Nancy and Vinings, Nancy. Yes. We need to help you seriously, sweetheart. Why? <laughs> because I see here that you've been drinking the same wine since the 80s. Because I enjoy it. I, I, it's been under very a lot of different... It used to be Cholo Lambrisco, and it's been Reuniti and a lot of different labels. I don't either drink the labels. I like my wine, as long as it's Lambrisco. Okay. Well, it's let's... let's it's a great sipping wine, but it's also a very good dinner wine. Okay, well, let's start with how you start your mornings, with your coffee or tea. Well, in the morning, it's coffee, but I like my coffee fairly weak, but with hazelnut. Oh, very nice. Creamer. Very cool. And and I will point out that Lambrusco is fantastic. So I, I, I definitely, if you're comfortable with a the Lambrusco, then we don't necessarily need to fix that. Uh, it well, may simply yeah, be... I'm w- not only comfortable with it, but I have, <laughs> I have uh, um, uh, sort of indoctrinated all my friends to finally drink it. I keep it uh, refrigerated all the time. I, I actually don't have a problem with that. You don't necessarily want to drink it ice cold, but... No, it, no. Yeah, but I, I do actually recommend keeping it in the fridge. Right, and, and, or I will put ice in it if it's if it's warmed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you I take like it out about 30 tea, minutes... I like bef- my tea very strong, like European tea. Oh, very good. Do you know what leaf you typically go with? Um, no, but I what I do is, is I buy it with the lemon and sugar already added. Oh, my goodness. And then I don't have to worry about anything but scooping it into the uh, water. <laughs> Lambrusco is actually, a, like I said, I actually think you're, you know, when you talk about not needing to be fixed, actually, I don't think Nancy needs to be fixed. She's actually in a very comfortable place. She's drinking a, um, 
a grape in a region that I think is right up her alley, and it matches her palate really well. And so, honestly, where we thought was an emergency maybe well, isn't such an emergency. Nancy, buy it by the case. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Enjoying your show. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's terrific. Well, she said it's changed labels, but she doesn't care. She doesn't buy it for the label. She buys it for the taste. Makes sense. Excellent. Okay, so we're running up against the clock, but what will be the next beer or wine that we're going to be tasting? Okay, so I, actually, I, I realized that it was through slightly on omission, we didn't really talk about what Riesling we were drinking. So, I mean, who, who knew? The C.H. Berries is what we're drinking. C.H. Berries is the name of the Riesling. It is, like I said, a cabinet from Mosul and um, fantastic. Eighteen ninety nine. You can find it uh, at your better wine retailers at Hop City, of course. Um, Hopefully, we'll see you soon. Um, and also, that's going to be on my website, BelindaSkelton.com, on Monday. So all this that we've talked about, have no fear. You don't need to write it all down. Right. More beer. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food. The wine. The entertainment. The lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. We're calling it Belinda After Dark. It's 8.36 on your Saturday evening, and we are getting you ready for your Thanksgiving holiday by preparing you with the seven beers and the seven wines that you need to have on hand that will make you a rock star as the host or hostess of your extravaganza. But we are also um, taking your calls at 404-872-0750 and finding that perfect bottle of wine for you by typing you according to how you take your coffee or tea in the morning. So that's 404-872-0750 if you'd like uh, Craig Torres, my wine Jedi, to uh, type you, and he has never been wrong ever. Ever, ever, ever in the history of mankind. So uh, he will pick out that perfect bottle of wine for you and get you out of your rut. So, Craig, um, we just tasted this very unique and good. Unique is not always bad. Uh, beer. We did, and and that's actually going to be one of my um, my seven beers of Thanksgiving. It needs to be at the house, if not necessarily on the table all the time throughout the Thanksgiving dinner. So what I've done is I've taken one of my absolute favorite beers that just arrived in a can literally a week ago. It's uh, from our friends at Wild Heaven over in Avondale, and it's their White Blackbird, which is a saison, which is a Belgian style, Belgian farmhouse style. Okay. But they did a couple unique things with it. Um, and you, when you first smelled it, you, you actually I, picked I up... I said, oh, cinnamon. And you said, mm, not so much. But uh, you're not completely off base because there's a really unique spice in it in, in the form of a, white, um, sorry, a pink peppercorn. Uh, and I think that's pretty cool. And better yet, they actually took some pears, Korean pears to be specific, and they marinated them in Chardonnay. And that, along with that pink peppercorn, is inside that Saison. I mean, it's going to be a delicious beer for... The holiday season and kind of the the cooler months, I think. I agree. And and what I've done is I've paired this as sort of a, we'll call it a football snack, with the uh, peppered umami from our friends at Spotted Trotter. I don't know if you've ever had any no. of Kevin's food. Uh, Kevin Oots is one of the premier charcuterie chefs in town. Um, but he does a really unique jerky. Uh, it's a peppered umami, umami jerky. And it is actually three different kinds of peppercorns. So it's kind of a peppercorn fest, but... 
that really takes it makes your your jerky take some of the the uh, gaminess out of the jerky yeah. and makes it more of a sort of a festival of herbs and spices in your mouth. And you, you combine this with this really, what sounds like a sweet beer, but really is not at all. It's a nice dry Saison. What a great pairing that is. Okay. Uh, and it's definitely a game Saison. changer. And it's not expensive. I mean, you're looking at, a, at an $11 six-pack. Comes only in cans, these really cool white and black cans. That is cool. And it's named after, it's funny, it's actually named after a, uh, it's a Spanish, a Basque specifically, folktale about a king, a blind king, and the white blackbird that was going to cure his blindness. And he had three sons. And anyway, there's a great story. Look it up. <laughs> well, I think that the the flavor is so unique, and and who would have thought to put a pink peppercorn with a with a a Chardonnay soaked pear, Korean pear, to make this flavor? Absolutely genius, and and yes, completely off the wall. Well, it works. So add that to the wine to the to the beer list. Right. Okay, folks, uh, this is the time to pick out that perfect bottle of wine for you or for your loved one. Um, if you know their coffee or tea taste, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And I want to remind you that Hop City is at the Crog Street Market. Uh, on the Beltline, that's 99 Crog Street, and also um, on Marietta Street. What's the address at Marietta Street? It's 1000 Marietta Street, right where Marietta meets Hell Mill Road, right next to Five Seasons, the brew pub, and across from Octane Coffee. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, give us another uh, wine. Cool. So w- one of the things that needs to be on every table for Thanksgiving are, are bubbles, uh, champagne or sparkling wine of some sort. So. And I asked you earlier when you said that, champagne. So are you starting the Thanksgiving dinner with the champagne? Are you ending it? Where are you? So so I'm a big fan of, of making that your sort of uh, pre-game beverage, if you will. So so the, the football game starts at 1230. And, you know, there's, there'll be beer out at my house for sure. But there'll also going to be some sparkling wine. So I love it as a pre-game. I also love it as a palate cleanser after dinner. Um, as a pairing with your cheese course or just sort of you're, you're taking that little rest before you get to dessert. Right. Um, sparkling wine makes an amazing palate cleanser. Okay. All right. I've, I would have thought that you did the cheers before or or something and you, you know, I, I would not have thought to do it as a palate cleanser. I'm a big fan of cheers before, during, and after. <laughs> That's why I love you. <laughs> so I love you. Okay. Well, what, what are you uh, leaning toward as far as the, the bubbly? So if you want to do something a little higher end, but not outrageously expensive, uh, there's a really fun brut that we found the other day from Italy. Uh, it's called the Monte Tanto. And it is uh, from the Suave region, and it is um, really just the fun. It's $20.99, so it's not outrageously expensive, right. um, less expensive than most of the champagnes on the shelf. And brutes um, are drier. It is a, it's definitely going to be a drier wine, and uh, like I said, it's that perfect palate cleanser, but it's really fun and earthy. It almost has these vanilla notes in the back. It's just... It's amazing, and it's a, a discovery. It's a small vineyard. It's a tiny little vineyard, really, and... and um, um, Monte means mountain, so it's the Tante Mountain of you know in the Suave region. Okay, so all but right, big fan. So we have the Riesling, we have the Champagne. What do we have next? So if you're going to stick to the wine side, I, I would. There's a neat little wine that I'd love to put forth. Um, it is a. Um, Gosh, I thought I got one out to, for you to taste. But it's actually an orange wine called Nuo, also from Italy. An orange wine. It is an orange wine, but it's not made of oranges. It's just kind of orange in color, um, and it is. Um, it's so all Vermentino is the grape. So Vermentino, um, pretty much exclusive to Italy. We don't really see it outside of, of Italy, but specifically it's Sardinian. 
Um, and what they do is they allow the skins to kind of hang out inside that fermentation tank. And as they press it, so it comes out orange in color. That's why okay. we call it an orange wine. But like there's no oranges hurt, you know. <laughs> so nothing like that. But it, it's, a, it's a white wine that looks orange in the glass. Uh, and it ends up having this big, funky apricot sage rosemary oh, wow. taste um and you can imagine some of that food with your picture that with say a stuffing um, right. or your sweet potatoes or i mean it just really works well with almost everything on that thanksgiving table uh it's 17.99 and it's completely different than anything else you've ever put on your thanksgiving table and it's a winner okay thinking outside of thanksgiving uh what would you pair that with uh, so I like pairing that with white meats, uh, anything with a little bit of um, residual fat, so oily fish, uh, mackerel, or smoked fish, like it works really well as, as a um, sort of a lunch pairing with lox, um, and it definitely works well with turkey, but not necessarily your dry turkey as much as a spiced, <laughs> like a, a flavored or a, like a Cajun rub turkey, something like that. Okay, you're going to have to open that in the next break. Yes, for sure. Okay. Now, what is our next beer? All right. And do you do you recommend beer at the Thanksgiving table or should you because beer to me kind of fills you up with the carbonation. I almost feel like you don't know me very well. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Of course, there's beer in my Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Um, in fact, my I don't mean to cut to the chase to the big heavy heavy hitters, but my pairing every year I pick out a beer to put on the table next to my wines. And this year it's going to be the Allagash Curio. Um, and that's actually my turkey pairing this year. It is a, um, it's from uh, Maine. It's from the, the Portland, Maine area. Rob Todd is the brewery. He's one of the guys who really brought Belgian brewing to America. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for almost 20 years now. And the Curio is a Bel- is a Trapel-style beer, so it's uh, light in the glass. It's a little sweet. But he ages it in bourbon barrels. And oh, it wow. really adds a lot of oomph and heaviness. And it takes all, not that there are any rough edges in the Trapel anyway, but he smooths every bit of that out. And it gives this big caramel backbone to it. Um, but picture that with turkey. Now, that's kind of how Innocent Gun is made, right? A little bit, yeah. Innocent Gun, absolutely bourbon, uh, barrel-aged. Um, okay. And so they do a rum barrel-aged and, and sort of a naked uh, navy, um, just regular oak barrel-aged. Uh, so this is specifically bourbon barrel-aged. So it gives you more of that deep, um, almost like you put Cracker Jacks inside the, the, the beer. I mean, you didn't, but I think picture wow. that flavor profile mixed with a, a Belgian Trapel. So um, light, funky, a little bit of clove, and it's it makes for a magical food pairing. Okay, now with your different wines, are you changing the glass profiles and the different glassware? So I do recommend putting three different sizes of glasses on the table. One for your bubbly, like a, a flute style mm-hmm. glass. And really only use it for the for champagne. You obviously don't wash the dishes in the house. I do, ironically. I don't do the cooking necessarily, okay. so I, I'm stuck doing dishes. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, yes, and then I do a white wine glass and a red wine glass. Okay. I, I do not. You can take it. You can be really esoteric and do a Pinot glass, and I'd love to do that. But I do do the dishes. So okay, three okay. glasses is my max. Okay, I'm just wondering, just wondering. Okay, so uh, we're coming up. If you want to ask a question, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. That's four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. If you want to ask Craig about your perfect bottle of wine that's out there that's been waiting for you, but you've yet to be connected to it, all you have to do is call in and tell us how you take your coffee or tea. Um, and all this information that Craig has been talking about will be up on my website, Belinda Scale. Com on Monday, and then we have to tell you that the um, the spirits do not stop here because after Craig takes his beer and wine home, Madison Birch with um, Greg.
Grain and Tavern Point and Seven Lamps is going to be here shaking up some holiday cocktails after that. So she's she's getting prepared. She's shaving the ice. She's getting the shaker hands ready. She's She doesn't know what she's in for. Okay, it's uh, 47 minutes after 8 o'clock. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Thank you, Scott. This is Atlanta Living. Belinda Skelton here. It's Belinda After Dark. I wish y'all were in the studio. We have Craig Torres with his seven beers and seven wines for the Thanksgiving holidays. And then we have Madison Birch coming up next, mixologist for Grain and Seven Lamps and Tavern Point. And she has like this Home Depot bag full of all these shakers and mixers and oh it it's a party here on atlanta living we're going to make sure that you have fun this holiday season okay craig we talked about um pinots yeah so so i I really like a pinot i do too i love pinot and and actually my wife and i recently just took a trip out to uh, willamette valley and had a a, just a magical time i mean the, the pinots there are that's really pinot heaven in my mind um, but I might want to talk about an Oregonian Pinot, actually, um, from a guy named Andre, Andre Mack. And, he, and Andre used to be the uh, sommelier. In fact, he, he's a master sommelier over at French Laundry, the, mm-hmm. the Napa, fancy Napa restaurant. Um, for a long time, and I don't know if this is still true, he was the only African-American master psalm in, in, the, in the United States. And there are so many levels. I guess master right. psalm is so like... Pretty much the, uh, yeah. the, the pinnacle of, of... He knows more about... He's forgotten more about wine than I'll ever know. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so he's that guy. Um, but he makes a, a, a Pinot only... He makes a couple wines, but he makes one that's specifically Pinot called Other People's Pinot. <laughs> the label says OPP on it. It's kind of funny. It's another black and white label. Uh, $23.99 at Hop City. And it is... Is really just a, a super super good food pairing, very turkey friendly Pinot, and and that's if I have to have a Pinot on my table, that's the one it's going to be this year. Um, but because I'm going to do a more of a Cajun rub on my turkey this year, we're going to do an Look Amarone. Are you getting crazy? <clears throat> yeah, we're going to deep fry turkey. It's going to be uh, stuffed with andouille sausage, uh, so it's going to be a little bite to it. Um, but because of that, I really wanted to be, I wanted to do this mostly because I wanted to feature a wine that wasn't a Pinot. So we're going to feature an Amarone at my table. Um, it's a little pricey. Amarone sometimes goes up into a hundred, sometimes more. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, you but love I, your family. I, I do. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Everybody gets a shot. <laughs> exactly. But sixty four ninety nine gets you a Tommaso Bosole Amarone. Uh, so Amarones are kind of the, um, the funky wine of, um, I mean, really it's one of the funkiest wines I've, I've ever had. A lot of these. What makes it funky? Um, it's really in the way they, they dry the, the, the grapes out on these open racks, and it picks up a lot of the natural bacteria in the air, um, and you think that's a bad thing. I but, do. But it's not, I promise. It's okay. a great thing when it comes to wine, and you get uh, it just makes a great pairing with lamb or duck or venison or any of these gamey, meaty foods. Okay. So if you spice, if you put that sausage in your in your turkey, it's going to give that little bit of bite to it. Right. Perfect for amarone. Okay. So uh, blackberry, dried fig, those are the kinds of flavors you get out of that wine. Okay. Now, I'm always kind of up in arms about what to do about dessert wines. Yeah. So I picked out, a, I, actually, I brought you a dessert wine today. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. And it's a cute little bottle. And I, we're going to have to do a show about... What do you call them? Splits or splits or half bottles? bottles? Yeah. Uh, so it's a three hundred seventy-five milliliter bottle, half half a normal wine bottle size. Because I love those. Because I never believe it or not, 
finish a bottle. Yeah, we were talking about this, and, and we could talk about ways to preserve that bottle. I know that's probably better for another show. But um, um, So I brought you the Don PX, and that's my dessert pairing this year. It is a uh, Pedro Jimenez uh, is the wine producer, and it's a Spanish dessert wine. It's actually all the way back from 1983. No, I was going to... We're going to take a call real quick. So, oh, cool. Um, Nineteen eighty. So it's it's already super aged. I mean, it's already you know thirty one years old, um, and it comes out like a, almost like a raisin. So it makes a great pairing for things that aren't overly chocolate. Right. Um, like a little hint of chocolate's great, but cheesecake. Picture cheesecake with maybe a little bit of candied bacon on it, and something that tastes like a raisin and a fig newton all kind of rolled together yum yeah and it's an acute little bottle it is okay let's help jack and ackworth real quick jack and ackworth okay let's help you with your wine problem how do you take your coffee or tea and i see that you only like sweet wine yes yes i like sweet wines i like things uh i like i take my coffee with cream and sugar and i like a strong coffee so i like something that's going to be uh, robust in flavor, but finishes with like a little sweetness at the end. Like he likes his women. <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so I, I hear what you're saying. You need to have that big soft finish on your wines, but you love to have that big tannic middle. So I'm going to introduce you to a style of wine called the Petite Syrah. So Petite Syrah is it's everything you just asked for. So it's all big and bold in the middle. But by the time it runs off your palate, it is just like a ribbon of silk, um, and oh, and so there's a yeah. it, it's it's right up your alley. So there's a wine I know I may have talked about it on the radio before I think in a, a maybe even a year or two ago, um, Petite Petite from Michael David, um, and it is a Petite Syrah Petite Verdot blend. It is perfect for what you just asked for. So try that. Rush out. It's got a fun little label on it. Uh, that's where I want you to go. Okay, so it's Michael David, not Mogan David. Michael David is the, is the wine producer, yes. All right, Mr. Jack, good luck with that. Craig Torres, Hop City, two locations in Atlanta, 99 Crog Street and 1000... Marietta Street. Marietta Street. Okay, love you long time. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And, and all this will be up on BelindaSkelton.com, so you can plan your holiday shopping as far as beer and wine. Now, coming up next... We are going to have all your cocktail needs taken care of. So stay tuned. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.